to love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And also with you. Let us pray. O God of grace and glory, we remember before you today our brother Larry. We thank you for giving him to us to know and to love as a companion in our pilgrimage on earth. In your boundless compassion, console us who mourn. Give us faith to see that death has been swallowed up in the victory of our Lord Jesus Christ, so that we may live in confidence and hope until by your call we are gathered to our heavenly home in the company of all your saints. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. A reading from Psalms. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. The word of the Lord. A reading from Romans. I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory about to be revealed to us. For the creation waits with eager longing for the revealing of the children of God. For the creation was subjected to futility, not of its own will, but by the will of the one who subjected it, in hope that the creation of itself will be set free from its bondage to decay and will obtain the freedom of the glory of the children of God. Now we know that the whole creation has been groaning in labor pains until now. And not only the creation, but we ourselves, who have the first fruits of the Spirit, groan inwardly while we wait for adoption, the redemption of our bodies. For in hope we were saved. Now hope that is seen is not hope, for who hopes for what is seen? But if we hope for what we do not see, we wait for it with patience. Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness, for we do not know how to pray as we ought. But that very Spirit intercedes with sighs too deep for words. And God, who searches the heart, knows what is the mind of the Spirit, 
because the Spirit intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. We know that all things work together for good for those who love God, who are called according to his purpose. For those whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son, in order that he might be the firstborn within a large family. And those whom he predestined, he also called. And those whom he called, he also justified. And those whom he justified, he also glorified. What then are we to say about these things? If God is for us, who is against us? He who did not withhold his own son, but gave him up for all of us, will he not with him also give us everything else? Who will bring any charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who is to condemn? It is Christ Jesus who died, yes, who was raised, who is at the right hand of God, who indeed intercedes for us. Who will separate us from the love of Christ? Will hardship or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? As it is written, for your sake we are being killed all day long. We are counted as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. The word of the Lord. Please stand as you are able for the reading of the gospel. The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 28th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. After the Sabbath, as the first day of the week was dawning, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to see the tomb. And suddenly there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord descending from heaven came and rolled back the stone and sat upon it. His appearance was like lightning and his clothing white as snow. For fear of him, the guard shook and became like dead men. But the angel said to the women, Do not be afraid. I know that you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here, for he has been raised, as he said. Come, see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples, He has been raised from the dead, and indeed he is going ahead of you to Galilee. There you will see him. This is my message for you. 
So they left the tomb quickly with fear and great joy and ran to tell his disciples. Suddenly Jesus met them and said, Greetings. And they came to him, took hold of his feet, and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee. There they will see me. This is the gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. People of God, please be seated. Will you pray with me? God of all mercy and consolation, come to the help of your people. We thank you for this day that you have made, though it is hard to rejoice and be glad in it. Be with us as we commit to you, our beloved Larry. Receive him into your eternal care, a sheep of your own fold, a lamb of your own flock, a sinner of your own redeeming. Bless us who mourn, comfort us who grieve. Intercede with us when our groanings are too deep for words. Make the presence of your Holy Spirit known to us in this place and strengthen us to trust forever in the promise of your resurrection given to us in Jesus Christ. We pray for these and all of these things of our hearts in the name of the living God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Kathy, Wendy, Wayne, beloved family and friends gathered here near and far. The grace and favor of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all this day as we gather to remember our beloved Larry and to entrust him to the eternal care of the living God. First time that I met Larry Groob, it was like sitting down with someone that I had known since I was knee-high to a grasshopper. It was down here at the palace. Larry was one of the first six people to introduce me to life here at St. Mark's. And it was a time I'll never forget. And even though I talked about chairs a little bit at Bertha's funeral a few months ago, I I think of Larry and and the short stories that he shared with me, my own time spent with him, the memories that have been told by his family. Most of those stories revolve around Larry sitting in a chair. (laughs) The seat of his delivery truck where he provided for his family and forged relationships with people all throughout the Lehigh Valley and beyond. His seat at the kitchen table or by the pool there at the house where he and Kathy entertained friends and gathered with family. His seat out at Old Orchard where he'd visit with Bertha. The seat where he'd take a break from dancing or at the restaurant gathered with his Romeo friends, (laughs) retired old men eating out. His seat at the racetrack, where many of you would gather together enjoying a good time 
on Saturday night and the chair out front by the door, yellow with a floral pattern on it, where he would hold the court, <laughs> greeting people as they came in before worship, waiting for his family to come on Christmas Eve or Easter, or the pew where his parents sat during worship, where he continued to come and to sing and to pray and to hear the good news. A lot of seats now left empty. I will miss knowing exactly where to find him leaning against the bed of his truck talking about cars and carpentry. I'll miss the way that he bowed his head and then raised it up tall, straightening his shoulders. And that little smile that crept up on his face when he received God's good gift for us. The body and blood of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ broken and shed for us. I'll miss the sound of the amen passing his lips, confident and sure of the promise God gives us in that holy meal. I will miss these things, and I'm sure that each of you will miss so much more. For the ways that Larry has touched our lives and brought us all joy and laughter and little lessons here and there on life and godliness. Though my encounters with Larry were mostly ones where he was seated, Larry was always active, always working, always keeping busy, always moving his hands. From his home to the township to here at church, always using his gifts and his labor to clean, to, to beautify, to tend, and to care for this good creation. And in return, the people who would benefit from his fruits. Wayne told a story at the funeral home when we were talking together, planning all of these arrangements, how on Larry's last day at Yellow Freight, he made one of his regular deliveries to a local plant, and everyone knew he was retiring, so the plant shut down all the machines, pulled all the people off the line, and brought out this big cake made up like his delivery truck. All to celebrate their love for Larry. What it says that a, a business in today's age would shut down for an entire shift to mark their time with one of the many people who I'm sure dropped off freight is a testament to just how deeply Larry was loved. And in turn, how deeply he loved those whom he met. We come now to this place filled with, with grief and longing hearts lost in the, the frenzy of death, wondering how this void, how these empty seats will be filled in our lives moving forward. We come in the same way that Mary Magdalene and the other Mary traveled to the tomb of Jesus, eager to prepare his body for burial, wishing and praying with everything that they were, that they were dreaming, that their mourning would cease. And that their beloved would not really be dead. What they found in that place instead was an angel seated on the stone telling those longing hearts the news they never expected to hear. Do not be afraid. 
I know you're looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here for he has been raised. Come, see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples he has been raised from the dead and indeed he is going ahead of you to Galilee. There you will see him. This messenger from God sits sits on a gravestone and uses it not to seal in a body, but as a platform, a platform from which to proclaim the goodness of God and the power of life to overcome the evils of this world, including death and the grave. You see, for all those places where I will still see Larry sitting and surrounded by those whom he loved, I will now always think of this angel sitting at the edge of a tomb, doing exactly what Larry did with each breath of his life, pointing other people to the place where Jesus had lay, showing us that Christ has indeed been raised from the dead, always active, always moving, even when at rest. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. And we need to hear those words now as if for the first time. In the emptiness of a tomb, we find comfort that God has raised Jesus from the dead. In the emptiness of our own souls, Take comfort in the good news which sustained Larry in his life and now receives him in his death. Nothing, nothing can separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus. And even now, we are joined with Larry and all of Christ's saints awaiting our own final resurrection. In the emptiness of all the places where we will look for Larry and not find him. When we will remember him and burst into tears, trust that our Lord Jesus comes to us, greeting us with a spirit that intercedes with sighs too deep for words to convey. Christ is risen and he raises up with him to new and abundant life, each and every one of us, each and every day. When our long three days are over. When we see the angel rolling back the stone and sitting on it in triumph. When we hear and see the good news that death has lost its grasp. Then we will know what it means to shout that Christ has risen. And take heart in what it means for us that Jesus is no longer where he once lay. I believe I believe with everything that I am that when that day comes, we'll see Larry sitting in a chair by the front door waiting to greet us when we come home. Larry Grube was a force to behold. The world will never be the same without him. The world is a better place because of him. And while I believe that that is most certainly true, I think that Larry would argue with me a little bit. He'd say, ah, no, 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 I'm not into all that. See, the good Lord put me here and the good Lord takes care of me. That's all I need. 
our Lord continues to care for Larry in this time of rest. And will do so for us until the day when we are raised up with him in the resurrection light of Jesus. Until then, well done, good and faithful servant. May the good news of the resurrection first proclaimed by this angel, which sustained Larry throughout his life, carry us all throughout the rest of ours. In the name of Christ. Amen.